this podcast from Jubilee Church Derby, a church family looking to make a difference across the city of Derby and beyond. This is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations, and you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. One other date that we've managed to confirm now, you'll be pleased to know, is the replacement date for our uh, eldering evening, which is coming up, which will be, yeah, there was much rejoicing, believe me, when we found a date. Well, there was an awful lot of rejoicing. And so we found a date that uh, that works, which is Wednesday the 28th of March. It'll be in the evening, venue to be confirmed, um, but looking forward to welcoming uh, Graham and Daryl Ann from Manchester to be with us on that evening and uh, looking forward to recognising three new elders in Jubilee. So apologies for cancelling the other week. The snow got in the way, um, but it's really good to be able to get another date in and look forward to uh, recognise what God is doing. So really hoping you can join us for that and we'll let you know uh, the confirmed venue hopefully next Sunday. Okay, so we just felt it would be good to um, to let worship run a little bit. So I'm going to, as we go, try and cut down my notes, or I can just keep talking and you can burn lunch. So it's I'm really easy either way. Um, but uh, I might get in trouble. So I'm going to try and cut down uh, as we go. So if I'm hesitating more than usual, that's what I'm trying to do. But I just felt it was right to keep going in worship because... We want to be open to what God's doing, don't we? Rather than rigid thinking, oh, we've hit the 10 to 11 uh, slot, we've got to stop now. Actually, we don't want to be like that. We want to be open to what God's doing and, uh, and just aware of that in the moment. So that's a challenge, obviously, because you're thinking, well, that means just make some changes as we go. Um, but I'd rather have that challenge than miss what God's doing. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't we, wouldn't we rather that? Um, so um, that was, it was just great to keep going worshipping the Lord together I really really enjoyed that so thank you Adam and the band for serving us so well with that but we felt this morning it would be good just to refresh our uh, vision as a church to talk about that I'm not going to do it justice in 15 minutes but I want to give you some headlines and want to talk about one or two things that are important to us that God's speaking to us about uh, that I want to refer to and um, I'm sure we'll come back to some of these things uh, in subsequent weeks. You may have heard me talk about them before, but every now and then it's good to remind ourselves what we're we going for as a church. What has God spoken to us about? What's important to us? What are some of our distinctives? What are the things that make Jubilee Jubilee as opposed to uh, any other church? Well, back in May 2016, we relaunched our vision statement. You may have been here, you may have joined us since then, um, but you may be aware that we said at that point, we want Jubilee to be a vibrant community shaped by the Spirit, equipped by the Word, and sent to the nations. We want Jubilee to be a vibrant community shaped by the Spirit, equipped by the Word, and sent to the nations. That's what we're about. And I could talk for weeks on that theme and those headings and that vision statement, but I don't have weeks. So I will try and give us some headlines um, to stir us to think about these things um, in, um, in, in, in the coming days. Let's pray together and um, ask God to be with us.
Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your presence. Thank you that you are here. Thank you that you do us good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You lead us in worshipping the Father in spirit and truth, as we referred to earlier. And now as we spend these moments considering things you've spoken to us about, things we read in your word, would you apply these truths to our heart and to our lives? Would you, we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I think what I'm going to do is just unpack it a little bit as we go and give us some headlines um, as, as we go through. And then we're going to finish with talking about, well, how does that all link to the conversation we've been having of late about buildings? Because you know that we said we'd uh, take up an offering this week and next week, do it over two weeks in case you've forgotten. It's okay, you've got next week as well. And um, take up an offering for what God is speaking to us about in terms of building. So we'll come back to that in a moment. But before we get there, because let's be clear, a building isn't a vision. That's just a tool to help us in what God's speaking to us about. What is God speaking to us about? Well, firstly, we say we want Jubilee to be a vibrant community. So one that's dynamic and full of life and where God is doing stuff. That's not a great theological phrase, I admit, where God is doing stuff. But I think it's a good summary. Don't you want to be part of a church where God is doing stuff? Where, God's, you know, where God is present and there's vibrancy and life. Jesus said that in John, in John 10, Jesus says, The thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. I came that they have, may have life and have it abundantly. Thank you very much. Jesus came that we may have life and have it abundantly. Not just sort of getting on by life, but abundant life. Where he is present and he is with us in every moment. And Jubilee, therefore, should be a place where God is present, where there's a vibrancy and an abundance about what he's doing. If you think about what Jesus did, it was always full of abundance, wasn't there? Think about what you read about him in the Gospels. And turning water into wine is a fairly abundant miracle, isn't it? But it wasn't just a little bit. There was loads. Where he's feeding the 5,000. There's lots left over. There's an abundance. It seems that Jesus liked to do things abundantly. And even our name, Jubilee, speaks of vibrancy and excitement and abundance and passion. Christians, I believe, should be the happiest people on the planet. We should be, shouldn't we? Now, you know, I know we go through tough times. I understand that. And many of you, even this morning, might be walking through a tough season. I get that. But generally speaking, because of what God has done in our hearts, shouldn't we be happy people to be around? Shouldn't there be a sense of life and excitement and passion in, in just who we are in everyday life? The psalmist, Psalm 16, says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures evermore. Psalm 66, verse 1. Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Um, Let's do one more. Psalm 71. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you, my soul also, which you have redeemed. We know a deep joy in God's. That's something that God puts in us. It's not just being happy. 
They're actually something that God puts in us by his spirit. That deep sense of joy that is found in him. And as we find that in ourselves, as God does that in us, then actually God does that in our community together, in our church, as, we, as we're gathered together. It says this on our website. Jubilee Church, I think it still says this. <laughs> it should say this. Jubilee Church is the community of people who love God and love each other. We have a Sunday meeting, a midweek groups, but more importantly, Jubilee Church is about relationships. Relationship with God and friendship with each other. God calls us to be a vibrant community. Join together. There's a join, isn't there? There's a sense of family and joining together. Where's that idea from? Is it just something we've come up with, thought, all right, that sounds good, let's go for that? No, this is what you find in God's words. We're going to, at some point very soon, start preaching our way through the book of Acts. And we're going to get to some of my favourite passages, which you'll be pleased to know. Acts 2, 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowships, the breaking of bread and to prayer. There was a devotion of that community there, wasn't there, in the early church. We've called our Bible weekend Devoted because of that verse. Felt God speak to us about that. That's where we get it from. Now, let's be clear, the early church wasn't perfect, neither are we. But, you know, they got some things right, and they certainly got a sense of community right. And God is calling us to have that vibrant community in in Jubilee. Jesus said in John 13, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. There's that love and that care for one another. We're also called, God's also spoken to us, about being shaped by the Spirit. And that's about allowing God to shape us, to work in our hearts and our lives. He's he's shaping us individually. He's shaping us as a church. Now, I don't know about you, I don't want to stay the same. Those close to me don't want me to stay the same. (laughs) You know, there are things that I want to change about me. I know there are things that God wants to change about me. I guess the same is true for you, is it not? We want God to shape us. And God, by his spirit, is shaping us, he's moulding us, he's changing us from one degree of glory to another. He's doing that personally and he's doing it corporately. But we have to allow him in to do it, don't we? Give him the space to do it. One way that God shapes you is in, in, in community. So discipleship is not an individual journey. It's a thing you do with others. It's a thing you do together. It's a community experience. The Holy Spirit uses other people to shape us, doesn't he? And to mould us. But he also works direct in our hearts. He does both. And it's the Holy Spirit that works in our hearts. And he's doing so much of that at the moment. Even in these last few years, we've had a wonderful sense of the presence of God that's been fresh for us as a church. And God's been doing some new things amongst us. That's why we're running this Pursuing His Presence conference that Tim talked about earlier that you can book in on. That's why we're running a year's academy 
for people to, to help them grow in this. It's why Paul and Nats are running Ignite. It's to learn to host and to receive and to uh, understand the presence of God and all that he's doing with that. We've developed a new openness to him. And it's that passion for the presence of God that's right the very center of who we are as a church. God keeps speaking to us about it. I think Tim earlier referred to the passage from um, Exodus 33 where, where Moses is engaging with the Lord and is talking with him and it's, the Lord says to him, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. It's a great promise, isn't it? My presence will go with you. I'll give you rest. And Moses comes back to the Lord and says, if your presence doesn't go with us, don't send us up from here. He was so desperate for God's presence that he didn't want to move anywhere unless God was going to go with him. Is that like you? Is that like us? that describe us? A couple of weeks ago, we had our Christ Central Leadership Weekend, had our good friend Jared Cooper. Uh, you may have come across speaking at that. That was great. And again, he was talking about pursuing the presence of God. I'm thinking, oh, I've heard that phrase somewhere. We talk about that sometimes. And that's what he brought to us as, as a movement and a group of churches together about the priority and importance of pursuing God's presence. You think, yeah, God's speaking to us about the same thing. Speaking to us about the same thing. Jared was challenging us about so often we're so conscious of the clock in our meetings, so conscious of the run sheet, as he called it, you know, the, the order of service, as it perhaps used to be called back in the day. You know, so conscious of what's the next thing is. We are like, oh, I know the time's going. We miss what God's doing. So good just to keep running with worship this morning. Oh, I think God's doing a bit more. Let's just give some space and time to that. It's great last Sunday to have an extended time of worship together and just to allow God some space and time to do what he wanted to do and for us to encounter him afresh. And Paul's word earlier about being on the edge of something, there's like a pushing through, a breakthrough. God wants us to, to press into in these days. It's like God is doing something amongst us, friends. I want us to keep reminding us of the priority of pursuing God's presence. But as well as that, we're equipped by the Word. We're well, being shaped by the Spirit, we're allowing Him to lead us. We're equipped by the Word. And by that, I mean God's Word to us in the Bible, His written words. You know, Billy Graham, who, who died recently, his great line was, The Bible says. Doesn't it? You know, the Bible says. But, you know, as well as being open to what the Bible says, the equipped by the Word is also Jesus, the Living words. It's both, both hands. I guess in, in our day and age, we need to ask ourselves, what is it that we're equipped by? Is it just the latest Christian paperback we've read, the latest blog post we've looked at, the latest download we've listened to? Or is it what God says in his words? Are we going back to this book and saying, what does God say? What has he already revealed to us? This is our foundation, dear friends. Let's not lose it. Let's not lose it. We don't have to choose word or spirit. We get both. Amen? 
We don't have to choose. We get both. We want both. But, you know, we're not static. This is not just, a, oh, this is what it should be like on a Sunday morning. Now, this is about what God is doing in our midst. But the purpose is that he might send us to the nations. See, we should not be static. We are on a mission. Jesus said in Matthew 28, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He calls us to go. He sends us. The Holy Spirit sends us. He empowers us for mission and kingdom activity. It's not the Holy Spirit comes to us and fills us just when we go, whoa, I felt the Holy Spirit in a meeting. That was good. That is good. Don't get me wrong. Love meetings. Love meeting with God. But it's for a purpose. The purpose is that he might send us. That we might affect the world around us. We might bring kingdom advance and kingdom change into the areas that he's sent us to. So God sends us into our neighbourhoods, our workplaces, our schools, our city, the surrounding area, this nation, and ultimately the nations. We're sent to be a blessing. We're sent to bring the good news of the kingdom. We're sent to demonstrate the love and the goodness and the joy of God. And he's called us to make a difference in his world. We're sent to those that so often the world forgets. They're vulnerable. They're hurting. He sends us. There's so much more I could say about this. Some of the things that we're involved with already. I mean, Ray was talking about being out on the streets uh, just next to it, which is great. Let's keep doing that. Let's keep going, talking to people about Jesus. Let's keep taking the love of God out. It's great running things like Smile, which is serving you know, 20 plus families on a monthly basis, loving them, providing respite for their families and children with additional needs. It's great that we're you know, working with Faith, Hope, and Enterprise and serving some of their residents as well. There are things that we are doing as a church that is a sending thing. And a demonstrating the love and the goodness and the grace of God thing. But it doesn't just have to be an organized thing. It can be how you live your life, how you go about every day, how you engage with your neighbors, your, your work colleagues, those you spend time with. We're going to make a difference here in Derby. It's why we're planting a church in Burton. <laughs> it's why we're seeking to be a blessing to, to other churches in our region as well. And it's why God's speaking to us about, ultimately, the nations. In Genesis 1, Adam was told to fill the earth and subdue it. Not just the Garden of Eden, but the earth. That is ahead of us, dear friends. Over the last few years, we've started to uh, work into different situations in Cambodia, I'll be talking about more of that uh, this year. We're looking at potentially planting a church in Siem Reap in Cambodia, Christ Central Church there, looking at some people that are praying about going there. So we're touching nations. We've got a part to play in what God is doing in the nations. We've felt stirred recently as a Christ Central team about Europe. Slightly ironic as we're making political decisions about Europe at the moment. We're going one way. We're going, no, actually, we think as a 
as a team, as a church planting movement, we're going to be planting more churches in, in, in that, that area, in that continent. So politically, maybe we're going one way as a country, we're as a team, we're going, we're going the other way, we're going to go in. We're going to see churches established and planted. Europe's got a population of over 740 million people, the vast majority of whom don't know Jesus. These are the opportunities that are before us that he's speaking to us about. So how does all that fit into a building? Is that even connected? Well, it is connected. But a building is not the end of a journey. That's not the goal. That's not the vision. Actually, fulfilling what God has spoken to us about is the vision. It's not about thinking somehow we've made it when we get one. It's about having a resource that we can use in all these things that we've talked about. A resource that we can use to be a blessing to this city and to serve it, where we can train, equip, disciple and send. Where we can gather people in in order to release them and send them to go. It's a physical presence that shows the city we're here for good. Here for good and we're here for good. And so in a moment, we're going to take up an offering, week one. We'll do week two next week. Many of you know that before Christmas, we were looking at a building at the top of Normanton Road. And um, we worked hard uh, to prepare a bid for that. And uh, many of you pledged very generously. And thank you again for those generous pledges at that time. And so we worked hard on the numbers. You guys pledged. We put in our offer. And it seems that offer wasn't accepted. And um, whilst that is disappointing, um, we know that God's still at work and he's still with us. And uh, we've been talking about what does that mean? Well, I think it means God's got something else, clearly. <laughs> if it's not that place, then God has clearly got something else for us. I can honestly think, I can look back and go, you know what? I think we did all we could do. And that's all God asked for us. We were obedient to what he spoke to us about we did all we could do and stepped out and said, Lord, now it's up to you. Are you in this or, or is it not for us right now? Now, although we didn't get that particular building, a number of people have said to me, yeah, but I still want to give. Can we not still give into a, into a building fund to help us in the future? And so we've been talking about this as, as elders and trustees and feel that's what we want to do to take an offering towards a building fund that can help us in the future. So it's not for a particular building that we can say, that's the one. But it's for a fund to help us in the future towards a building as God opens that um, up to us. So as before, we want to give away 20% of what comes in to non-Derby sort of Jubilee activities. That may be Burton, what we're doing there. It may be church planting in you know, Europe or Cambodia, maybe being a blessing to another organisation or ministry. Uh, we just want to be able to say we're going to give away 20% of what, what is given in. Um, but then the 80% will be kept in a restricted fund in our accounts for buildings. And so next time we're going for a building, we can go, oh, there's a bigger pot to help us get going uh, towards that. Now, I'm sure we'll take up an offering at the time as well. But at least this gives us uh, a bigger start in terms of that journey uh, as and when God opens it up to us.
So as we give, and uh, perhaps the band can come back up at this point, those that haven't um, disappeared at least. Anyway, thank you. Um, as we give, we get to partner with God in what he's planned for us. We get to partner with him in what he's, what he's called us to in his kingdom. Here in Derby, in Burton, in this nation, nations. Because he is at work and he calls us to be part of what he's doing. Isn't it good? It's not we're saying, God, will you come and bless our plans? It's, Lord, what are you doing and can we get in on that? That's what we're saying to God. Okay, Lord, what is it that you're doing? Let's get in on that. Let's see what the Lord is opening up to us and, and go with that. That's our heart. That's our aim. That is our intention as a leadership team to say, God, what is it that you're doing? And how do we play our part in that? So in a moment, uh, I'm going to pray. And uh, then we're going to sing our final song together. And as we do that, we'll take up an offering. So just a couple of things. If you thought, ah, oh, forgot about it, haven't come prepared, you've still got next week. That's okay, so that's good. If you think, yeah, I was prepared, but forgot the checkbook. Remember those things? You want to still use them? <laughs> checkbook, yeah. yeah. Um, you can put an IOU in. You can do that. Um, you can also give through your bank. If you give online to Jubilee, you can do that as well. Please mark your gift uh, building offering. That would really help us. Or you might want to put an IOU in, say, and I'll redeem it online. That would be really helpful. Then we can tie up the, uh, the loose cents. Does that make sense? Or you can use good old-fashioned cash. Heard of that one? Only 50. Only 50s, okay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's stand together and I'm going to pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you that you are at work. Thank you that you've called us to partner with you. Thank you, God, that this is about your kingdom advancing. This is about what you are doing in the nations. And thank you, Lord, that you've caught us up in it, that you've spoken to us, and we get to join with what you are doing. So, Lord, even in these moments as we give over this week and next week, uh, we pray, Father, that you would bless us, and as a result of that, we will be a blessing to others. So, Father, we want to pray that uh, you might bless us financially in order to further help our building in the future. But in the process, Lord, we want to be a blessing to many others and to be able to give some of this away and say, we want to bless you in Jesus' name. And so give us wisdom as we give. Give us faith as we give. And as we seek to, to give away, give us wisdom as we do that as well, that you might be glorified. We ask it, please, in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Okay. Let's worship the Lord, sing our final song together, and uh, receive the offering. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk and come along on any Sunday morning.